Hi everyone and welcome to episode 2 of A Place to Ponder. I'm your host Jaden Harvey and me Jodie Powell. Today we're joined with 22-year-old creative director, film photographer and stylist Charlie Baldwin. It was such an exciting conversation, I think you'll agree Jaden. We spoke everything from the pressure of being a freelancer to Charlie's creative process as a stylist and creative director, all the way to talking about the flaws with the school system. So we covered so many fun things and I hope you enjoy it as much as we enjoyed recording it. Let's get straight into the episode. Cool, so we are super excited this week because we are joined by Charlie, a creative director, stylist and film photographer who has worked with some really cool brands, including Jaded London. Hey Charlie, how are you? Hi, lovely to meet you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming. I know you've had such a busy day. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's fine. It's fine. I wanted to be here. So yeah, it's really nice. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you for coming on. So I just um, obviously listed your three job titles, which I was talking to Jaden and we were talking a bit about how at school, there's only like certain jobs that are really sort of spoken about and like you're taught in life that you can go into and none of those three I would have probably ever heard of at school unless like I'd I'd come across someone on Instagram so how did you get into your job roles? So at school I was always like a very creative kid and I always I, I felt the same like there was only like three real subjects that you could really go into and it was like I always found school so like it would just hold you back so much from your full potential because they teach you in a specific way and the school system has been the same for years like so I've I've always had that opinion and um, so from school excuse me uh, from school I went on to study I went to college and I studied graphics for my first year and then for my second year I studied fashion and I just knew it wasn't like it wasn't right. Like I just didn't belong in an educational environment because I just I didn't learn like that. I always like very self-taught and things, just how I've always done things. Um, so from college, I went and got a job in retail, and I just decided to skip out on uni completely and just work really hard and just find a job that way and like build my own experience and do it all myself because I just thought like uni no offense to anyone that has gone to uni because obviously it is a great experience and it's really good but for me it's it just wasn't it wasn't right yeah that's great because I feel like that's the same for most creative people like in most creative subjects like you always feel like you're being held back a little bit in school like you said the education system literally has been the same since like it started like nothing has changed at all um I definitely feel like more needs to be done like that but I think it's really good that you um, found that out quite young and early that you didn't want to do those things because a lot of people get sucked into it, don't they? Like by going to uni and then you're paying all this money. Um, so it's really good yeah, that you like absolutely. you got um, out of it. At what age did you start like working for yourself pretty much, I guess, as a, you're like a freelance creative, right? Pretty much. Um, yeah, well, I, I do work with Jaded London, um, but I like, I love like doing things like shooting and like, shooting other people on the sides and stuff like shooting film and everything um yeah so I started doing that when I was I think I was 20 I think I just turned 20 um it's 2019 no 20 yeah 2019 sorry my memory's gone blank um yeah yeah, and I've been (laughs) doing that for two almost two years now coming up to two years in like a month's time well it's amazing you're already doing so well working with one of the biggest brands right now so 
good job already. <laughs> thank you, thank you, <laughs> thank you. I know you mentioned that you um, went from retail and then into sort of the creative industry that way. At what point, like, do you make that transition? How how do you go from working in retail to then meeting up with people that work for the big brands like Jaded to get work with them? Um, it wasn't like I'm. I was very lucky, but at the same time, like y- you make your own luck. So I'd to get the job, I basically just did a CV and like made my own portfolio and just, I just applied for new jobs like every day, like all the, every evening when I got back from a shift from work, I'd just be sat on my laptop and just applying for every single job. And I didn't get a, a reply or a call back for ages. Like probably my whole time working at retail, I just didn't get a reply or anything. And I almost, I almost gave up. It was so quick. like. I was always almost going to be like some sales advisor on a phone or something. And I went for an interview and then I saw all the people working there and I was like, I can't like, I can, I can, not in a rude way, but like, I just, I don't see myself with people that work like this. Yeah. It just doesn't suit you. Yeah. It just didn't suit me. So I thought I'm going to give it one more go. So I kept going and going and going. And eventually I got a call back from Jaded London and they wanted to hire me um well no it didn't happen like that obviously I got I went for an interview and a thing and like I, I got on really well with the manager there and um yeah I I got invited to to work there and yeah it, it's everything's kind of gone into place I guess so we met um on shoot for Jaded actually um which is crazy in the summer of last yeah. year which was so much fun um and it was so cool yeah. actually seeing seeing you do like those things because you're doing like what you love and it's your passion and you're able to turn it into a job yeah um and it was so cool it's actually really Absolutely. inspiring seeing like you um doing that already um especially at like a young age and stuff um i feel like social media is mostly so obviously you you work pretty much mostly in like the social media world right being um yeah you know, you're shooting yeah. a lot for online you're also like styling a lot of styling for a lot of shoots that just go online and social media is like a pretty new job right it's, it wasn't like it existed before yeah. so you do have to like almost create your own roles um to get these jobs mm, um absolutely. we were talking yeah. about if you're comfortable talking about it um how do you turn that into a job like if it hasn't really been done before like how do you put a price on the work that you do like do you set your own hours or do you have to start low because obviously everybody starts somewhere um usually for free yeah um how do you put a price on those like work that you do um i would say everyone will tell you it's based on experience but i would say if you're looking to put a price on the work that you're doing it's difficult because you can't you can work for free but like at the same time you shouldn't really downplay yourself like that like you should you should be asking for money to like kind of like get know your worth I guess you should yeah yeah so I think you just before setting a price on things I think you just have to put a you have to learn more about your worth and how much you value yourself and I feel like if you do start off working for free yeah, that's fine. But, and like, good for you if you do. 
but I think that you should. At some point, you have to put your foot down. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And um, if you never do that, you'll never know your full potential and you'll kind of get in your own head, I guess. You might start downplaying yourself and think, damn, like maybe I'm not good enough compared to all these people that are making lots of money doing the same thing as me. Like, it's, it's, it's very difficult. And like, obviously, like you said, social media is such a new role and or like any anything like this is such a new role and there's no direct route through college or university or school to to actually get there so you it's so difficult for kids to like be like right okay i'm gonna be a social media i'm gonna be like a shoot director or something but making that getting on that path getting there is so difficult it's it, yeah there needs to be more done about that then it needs to be more options in education i think going back to the education yeah. point, like there needs to be way more options for that and also going back on your point about like knowing your worth and stuff like i feel like schools don't teach you enough about that at school like they don't they don't teach you enough about knowing your worth and they don't i I don't know me personally my school didn't believe in me i was always told that i wasn't going to get a good job or anything so that's kind of coming from yeah. me that i guess that like gave you that's that hope to you. To yeah exactly yeah, that's literally. what i was gonna say yeah <laughs> yeah that's what it was that's what it was i would they would i would be i remember I, I remember having this chat with a teacher and she was like and she was like what do you want to do and i obviously told her what she what i want to do and she was like really you're from, I'm originally from, I'm originally from a place called Ellsbury. And she's like, really? You're from Ellsbury? How are you going to make that change from there to there? And I just looked at, I thought, what? Like, how can you just say that to a kid that's like, I think yeah. I've just turned 18. Like, how can you just say that to someone that's, they've got such high hopes for themselves and just knock them down like that? Like, They're crushing your dreams in like five yeah. seconds and they don't yeah. even realize you'll remember that forever exactly exactly and i and i have remembered that and like i hope that she sees the work i do now (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly send her a pr package be like i made this and i worked on this campaign (laughs) i'll gift her i'll gift her (laughs) literally and do you feel any um pressure in the sense of like your jobs are quite probably well i'm assuming but probably quite sporadic where you get work here and there um like do you feel pressure in when people ask you like oh what's your job and you say your job like I don't know if you've seen that meme it's like oh it's just easier to say you're an accountant like I'm an accountant because people will like trust you there like do you feel pressure that you have to kind of like almost sell yourself every time someone's like asking you about your job and like you have to make sure that people know that it is a real thing and that you can make money from it and stuff like that yeah I yeah absolutely I I'm exactly that like back when we could leave the house and stuff I people would ask me what I do and I'm like um I don't know I I direct shoots and make mood boards and book models and stuff like I don't know what what do you call that um and then yeah I I think I feel like that all the time and I almost feel like people kind of like look down on you like what that's not a real job yeah. why are you getting paid that like why why are you being paid yeah. for that um so yeah, I think that's definitely I think that comes, something I feel all the I time. I think part of that comes from like what we were talking about, about there's not a solid path to go down, which is so annoying because yeah, yeah. a lot of people, um, which I wish I could do the same is, you know, go to school, then go to college, then go to uni, then get that graduate job and then you get another yeah. job and then you get another job and then just work your way up a ladder. There's not really like a ladder in the creative world. It is more no. of like winding roads and like... It's like, it's like a 
it's a jump like you have to make the jump to get onto the ladder and then the ladder doesn't have enough <laughs> there's like missing bars. pieces <laughs> as you're going up and sometimes there's like <laughs> yeah, ropes so you have to like find another handle bets. piece yeah yeah exactly <laughs> i know like oh personally like um being a model like obviously working in the fashion industry I always felt like I had to have um, a backup sometimes because like jobs are, they can be, you know, unpredictable times. Like the one we're in right now, obviously there was like months and months where I couldn't work. Yeah. Like, do you still have like um, the backups to fall on or do you just put your entire faith? Because I feel like sometimes it is really good just to put your entire faith into something and just hope for the best yeah. and, you know, see where life takes you. But what's it like for you? Yeah, I... I didn't have a backup, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> Which fair is enough. kind of scary thinking about it. I didn't really I didn't really think about it at the time because I guess I was quite young. Yep. But yeah, I didn't have a backup. I just thought like I believed in myself. So I just yeah, I just made sure that I knew that if I didn't didn't do that, I'd be working in a job that I hate and I know I didn't want to do that. Like I know from an early age I didn't want to do that. So yeah, no, there was no backup. Yeah. <laughs> Scary. I feel like if you have a backup then you can't you can never like invest your whole time into like what you want to do I feel like a backup only will ever sort of distract you because you always have that in the back of your mind like oh if this yeah. doesn't work out I have that whereas if you don't have that at all like you're gonna find a way to make it work no matter how long it takes but yeah. I also feel like there's um there's like power in honesty and I feel like things like money are often taboo topics but they're important for creatives to share like oh yeah I worked with this brand and they paid me so that a new mm. creative coming up like up the ladder the broken ladder um yeah. can know can know to know their worth and know that they're okay to ask for money and not be like underpaid or do you know things like that I feel like yeah the more honest everyone is within that world the easier it will be and the more fully formed that ladder hopefully will become in order yeah. for others that come through the system to like find their way a bit easier and and know what to ask for and what not to ask for yeah absolutely I if I'm being honest I don't think there's enough help in this industry from each other yeah like I think more people should be like help like Whenever I get a message, I'm not I'm not trying to sound like I'm like some celebrity or something, but like whenever I get a message asking like, like, oh, how did you get your job at Jaden? I'm like, I just tell them the truth and I just say work hard and like find a specific topic that you like and just expand on that and everything will fall into place eventually. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, I I feel like it's it's definitely there's definitely not enough help in this industry from anyone. Like wh I know from when I was coming up, I would always message, like I would always message people and they weren't like, they they weren't like huge influencers or anything. They literally had like probably like just over a thousand followers or whatever. And I wouldn't get a reply. And I'd be like, damn, like really? Like, I feel like you should at least like, I don't know. I've, I've just always been that kind of, person i guess i've always been open to help people and stuff so i think it's because it's competitive yeah yeah no 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 definitely yeah it's very competitive industry but i think hopefully on our podcast um in the, each of our episodes you know we've got some guests that have huge followings like up to you know yeah. hundreds and hundreds of thousands of followers and down to like even people who might even have social media um or use it in yeah. the same way but hopefully like in places like this people can come and you know people um having guests on like you 
who have like these such specific, such creative, such like really cool jobs can give like your yeah. your story and help people. So, um, you know, you're making those changes that you didn't have when you were like joining in the industry. You're being that voice to some people now, which I think is so cool. Yeah, I guess that's actually mad to think. Wow, <laughs> that's, <Yeah>. so, that's <laughs> so cool. But yeah, no, I would have died. For... You're going to get so many DMs now. <laughs> asking for your help. Like, oh, oh I've heard you, you reply to, to people. <laughs> yeah, no, as long as they're not weird ones, I'll reply. Like... <laughs> no but yeah no <laughs> yeah, definitely it going on your point about it being competitive it's so competitive but at the same time like i think people just have to understand that no one's gonna come in and like steal your job like if, if i know you... but that's a very mature like i guess yeah. that's a very mature mentality like i 100 percent agree with you but mm. in a industry where literally someone can come in and take your job like that because they've got some idea that maybe one person didn't have. Like, I can un I can understand both sides. I think it's important to be honest and to help each other. But then I can also understand when people are like, if I give too much away, like, I'm not at the highest point where no one can come and take my job. Like, I might give something away and then someone might get lucky and then get that job. So yeah. I feel like it is, it's, that's why it's maybe so stuck in this rut of, like, people being a bit secretive about how they got places yeah. but I've had your experience of like messaging people and getting no replies and yeah. it's really demoralizing yeah. it's yeah. horrible you're like oh damn I'm not good enough <laughs> yeah yeah um, too prestige just quickly I'll just mention what job I actually what um website I got my job on uh, it's called fashion worky uh w-o-r-k-i-e and it's like it's so good there's always new stuff going up there and it's just even if you're looking for an internship or anything, and they have everything on there, like if they look for models on there um, or even just interns to come in and like just assist you for the day. Yeah. Like it's such a good website. That's where I got my job on. So just to help anyone cool. out. We'll, we'll include it in like um, the description and everything. So anyone yeah, who's listening sure. can go onto Instagram and we'll leave it in the links and everything. So yeah, awesome. Thank you. Yeah, that's really cool. Thank you. That's all right. So obviously you're a creative and you are styling and your creative directing how like how is your workflow what's the process from a to b where's your inspiration coming from how do you create it's quick i'll say that so it's literally <laughs> it's like a i'm gonna say a two-week process probably and it's so like it's the quickest thing ever like i know when i booked you Jaden, like I probably booked you like the day before yeah. the shoot or something like that's how fast paced it is yeah. it's the quickest thing and um yeah I always to start off the creative process I always it sounds a bit weird but it kind of the initial idea probably comes from music like I get so many ideas from music and like my my like even what I wear on a daily basis like if I'm wearing if I'm listening to some like 90s hip-hop or something like 90s rap or whatever I'm probably going to be wearing like baggy jeans, a bag, a baggy college sweater, like all of that. Like it, everything kind of depends on my music on that day. Um, so it goes from that into an, a mood board. So I'll go on like Pinterest or something and I'll find some like angles I kind of like off the camera or like maybe a specific lighting I like, things like that. And then from the mood board, it kind of goes off and we see, we find a model who would be like perfect for it and then we get like the location and then yeah it's all comes together and sometimes it doesn't come together how you wow. want 
Um, but on the day, you just kind of adjust and you think of these new ideas on, on the day and stuff. So, yeah, it's it's such You've a... You've just got to be quick thinking. Yeah, yeah. That's the, that's the yeah. best thing. Do you think, like, part of that speed is um, to, like, keep up with, like, almost, like, trend and to keep up? Because I was... We were talking earlier about how um, you almost have to be the pioneer. Like, you're starting the trend because people are following the brands that you're working with so you have to be ahead of the game almost you're like looking yeah. in the future do you ever look like um into like the history of fashion like do you look back in time because you were saying like 90s hip-hop and stuff so i'm guessing you like obviously spend a lot of time looking backwards in order to move forward if that makes any sense yeah yeah no definitely it's it comes from like different different like points of inspiration and stuff um but yeah looking back is always a good thing um, for mood boards, especially. I love looking back at like vintage ads and stuff like vintage Prada ads and stuff. I, I'm all about like that kind of look. So yeah, no, it's definitely looking back at what others have created and kind of like not, not stealing it. You never want to steal something, but kind of just making it more you and like yeah. doing something. Yeah. Cause if you steal something, like it's not, it's probably not going to take off yeah it's like someone's already done it so yeah never stealing just adjusting and putting your own touch into it well we were actually that leads us on very nicely we were discussing before like where is the line between inspiration and then literally copying something like how can you be inspired by something but give it your own twist. Like, is that something that's often quite ch challenging? Because if I see something that I like, it's really hard to then think of, sometimes it's almost harder then to think of other ways to use that inspiration, but in a different way, you kind of, your mind is kind of focused on how much you like that particular style. Yeah, yeah, it's, it is kind of challenging because in a world where we live, where everything is posted on social media, like it's sometimes it's even hard to like find things that you like that are new and like what sometimes I've thought of an idea and then I've seen it on Instagram like two two days later <laughs> so I'm like yeah I'm like oh my god that's so annoying um <laughs> that so, so annoying. yeah but the, there's a fine line between like I would say the line draws are if you're literally using everything in that shoot so or that campaign so like oh i saw a a raf simmons campaign from the 90s or something or or like i don't know something something big and recognizable um to copy that would be like using the exact same lighting angle new the same face basically like everything but if you wanted to make your own, it's like kind of joining a lot of inspiration together and turning it into something new and potentially something better. Yeah. You obviously have like such a distinct style, like you have an amazing style. Um, how <laughs> much you. of your work influences, like which influences more? Does your work influence your personal style more or does your personal style influence your work more, do you think? Um... I would say my personal style influences my work, definitely. Yeah. Like, I, I always, like... I'm happy it's that way around. I feel like that's fun. Yeah. I feel like that's yeah, yeah, yeah. work influencing you. Yeah, it is cool because, like, I'll, I'll come into work one day wearing something sick and, like, 
my boss will be like, oh my God, like, that's so cool. Like, <laughs> and, then, and then that kind of like influences like the next thing we do. Like, yeah, it, it, it's definitely like my style and then influences work. Do you have quite a lot of input that's like cool. into like what happens um, in the brands you work in, do you think then? Um, yeah, like I would, yeah, I would, yeah, I would say so more, yeah, more so for the, like the styling or the, or the actual, like directing the shoots or whatever. Um, but yeah, no, I would, I would say I'm very lucky in that aspect that my boss kind of like, like listens to me. Cause I know a lot of places that wouldn't happen. And, and so you're saying that like people respect your style and want to use it in their brands is there like a sort of sense of pressure that comes with being a stylist like me and jay were saying is there ever a time when you're literally sat in like primary yeah are you just like always like top 10 notch like you have to be like dressed to the nines like every day (laughs) right now i'm wearing like some next like pajama bottoms and like some slippers like i've just got a hoodie on like it's nothing nothing (laughs) special right now don't always feel the need to have to like impress everyone like yeah it's good to always be wearing like something dope but like some days you just want to chill don't you (laughs) yeah definitely it feels like you've still styled it up though with the hat yeah of course of course it just feels like there's definitely some there's definitely some effort that's gone in there (laughs) my hair's going for a bit of an off stage so i've had to (laughs) pull out the hat today yeah but no yeah lockdown hair yeah that's exactly it something went wrong when i was dying it (laughs) so we were talking earlier as well um about so obviously within the fashion industry trends play like a huge part um obviously in traditional fashion huge designers would put out a show and then a few a few months later like it would go into the high street stores and they'd be like essentially like knockoff versions of like the high-end fashion it goes from high end to high street really quickly and trends like play such a important role in like just general fashion but we were talking about how fashion can be used in like other ways as well not only in a trend setting but also in um what was the word we were using i forgot already like for political purposes i don't know if you saw in paris there was like the gilet jaune movement um it was written up by fashion journalists and it was just like basically explaining how like one item of clothing ended up representing an entire movement like do you see clothes as power as well as like aesthetic and beauty 100 percent. like you wear something if you wear something that you like that you feel good in your confidence is just going to be like sky high like Mm. you want to be wearing stuff that you're comfortable in to to be like to feel that confidence and stuff and um obviously the more you wear stuff that you like the more your style develops and then you kind of get known for that individual style like you can kind of make something your own like the way you piece it together so yeah I would say it's definitely important to be yeah. always feeling good in what you're wearing, like whether it's just a tracksuit for a day or if you're if you're going all out like stunting, like you definitely, yeah, always, always wear yeah. what you want to wear is the main message. <laughs> it can be used for like so many different things, like what you're wearing can, can say like so much more than anything you could say like with your words. I mm. think like there's just been so many examples like throughout history where fashion has obviously been used as like a message and as a political standpoint and stuff um 
it's so cool that we can do that and we've got like that privilege in order to have s- such an access excess amount of like clothes that we can do that um and everyone's got yeah. their own their own style which i think is so cool yeah no i think it's definitely a way of like just walking down the street and kind of telling people who you are without actually speaking i think that's so cool that's it's a big reason why i love fashion so yeah i want to move over to your film photography i feel like it's a really interesting point because film has suddenly sort of like it's been reborn almost um and just we kind of were wondering like why is film your chosen mode of photography when it's expensive it's unpredictable um there's so many negative well supposed negatives to it yeah (laughs) do you get it negatives yeah Uh yeah (laughs) that was a good one Um, when digital just seems like so so easy and so instant (laughs) um i would i actually love like the edge of like just finishing a roll and then taking it to the processing shop and like wondering if it's going to be good or if it's going to be bad like it's kind of like oh my god like (laughs) i hope i just haven't thrown away a whole a whole shoot yeah um it also makes you i like it personally because it makes me think about what i'm going to shoot more like if I'm taking pictures on my phone, I'm literally just, I'm just spamming it. Like, but like, if I'm on film, I'm like, I have to get, I have to make sure I'm getting the right angle. Yeah. And then it just makes you so much more cautious about it. And I feel like that's something that's kind of lost nowadays. Like we're so like reliant on like everything. Like you can, it's so easy just to get so caught up in that and just kind of do things without thinking about it. Film just kind of makes you think about it more. And it's got like a, it's got a aesthetic to it that you can't, you can't recreate in my opinion. Like you can add grain to a photo or whatever, but I don't think you can recreate specifically that image. Yeah, it really strips it right back down to like the basis of photography. And like, I guess it strips it back down, especially when you're, when it's your, when it's for work as well. There's like that double layer of like pressure. Like this, if this goes wrong and this roll of film is blank, then you've just yeah. lost like a whole day of work that's like a, there's like a model there's like start this there's all the different people that work on set i guess it puts like yeah definitely even, more like, into even it. sometimes it's like do i even trust this technology because like i've done a shoot before just on my phone and then the next day like my phone's broken or something and i didn't back it up so it's like oh my god like <laughs> i've lost all of that so like if you if you yeah. get it on film, you can always have the negatives and whatever, and you can scan in the negatives again or whatever. Like, just keep them safe. Do you ever um, use digital for backup, or is it like purely film through and through? Um, I've always personally, digital is like not. I would love to learn digital like one day, but film is more my preferred medium. Is it medium? yeah media digital i'd love to learn because it's like you can definitely play around with like a lot more things but film i think will always be my kind of what i stick to yeah i feel like film's more forgiving as well like even if say you shot it and it was like accidentally a bit too dark like there's still some beauty in it the way it you can kind of just still see like the essence of it whereas if it was digital and it was dark you'd be like oh that's, there's nothing to it like there's no yeah exactly character to it oh I'll just delete it yeah exactly like you just like you just don't use it but when it's film and you've kind of put a lot into it you're like you see more yeah I get what you're saying um yeah yeah I think I think yeah I definitely think that film 
obviously it's already big but it's probably gonna be way bigger and we're probably gonna find way more ways to experience it like i i look through tiktok all the time and see film photographers and the things they do it are amazing like mm. things i'd never think of yeah. so you can take a lot of inspiration from there just off the yeah, top of your head like what are some of your other inspirations whether it be photography fashion um i'm sure you get like so much from des past designers and magazines etc anything specific um all of your favorites i would maybe? say like um even like films like tv shows and like cinema and all that like like i i like the other day i was watching uh power on netflix and i saw like 50 cent was wearing some like sick outfit and i thought oh my god like that's so like relevant for now as well like i felt like i had to buy that whole thing like i get a lot of inspiration from film as well um and i think a lot of people do i just saw a a whole like video music video um and it was kind of the inspo was taken from american psycho and it was like they used all the outfits and they put it on this um in this music video i think that's so sick that you can take something that's a bit dated like from like i don't know when american psycho came out like 20 years ago and yeah push it back to now and make it your own and push it into this culture i think it's so sick um yeah so basically because my, my nana, she is a fashion teacher and she's worked for like Vivian Westwood and people like that. And oh, I would wow. always say to her, like, how do the... Because to me, this is kind of off topic, but very on topic at the same time. But you see these designers and somehow all of them are following the same trend. Like they probably don't call each other up and say, oh, mini skirts are in this season. And she was yeah. saying the same as you. It's like you kind of look back to be influenced for the future, but also like film and TV is just so powerful. Like I remember um, once upon a time in Hollywood or something, the Quentin Tarantino film came out like yeah. last year or the year before. And now all of a sudden it feels like 60s boots are back in, like for girls and stuff. So yeah, there really is so much power in other forms of media around fashion. So yeah, I just wanted to add that in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's so, I love that film as well. That's such a dope film. Like so cool. um, some of Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio's outfits and that are like are crazy. Do you ever think there's sometimes benefits as well in disobeying or like breaking out of those trends? Like sometimes doing something that's completely off and completely outdated, like something that's so like weird, like yeah. breaking those things as well. Yeah, definitely. Like sometimes I, I'll, I, like I looked in my cupboard the other day and there was something I hadn't worn in like years. And I was like, I'm going to throw that on today. And I went out and it actually mm. kind of, it looked relevant again. Like we, we're in a, I feel like fashion is just in a complete cycle most of the time. And like, we, we always travel back and like take from that and make it our own. And then it comes back around as a trend. Like it's, yeah, I would say, yeah. There's only like so much we can do like with the human body, like the human form, like there's only so many types of jumpers yeah. and so many types of like t-shirts you can make as well so those recycling those things are like so good as well um just because otherwise you do just run out of ideas like we can't go on forever and ever and ever and ever like making brand new things like definitely you do always have to look back for sure i feel like we're coming to a really interesting place in fashion right now where we're seeing lots of high street brands and like people like H&M, Weekday are all going towards sustainability. 
And yeah. I think that's really inspiring. I think we're going to get some sick things out of that. Like, um, even like Kanye West, he's like a main, he's like a huge influence in fashion. And he's starting to do all his stuff sustainable. And there's, he just, he's bringing out some new shoes and they're all like, all of them are sustainable and made in the US, I think. And all that and they're all new silhouettes and stuff so i think it's interesting to see where the sustainability route is going to take us i guess it's like pushing people out of their boxes isn't it a little bit like it's it's that pressure yeah. of being sustainable is making people think a little bit harder because it's very easy to just create like something fast fashion something quick something plastic like it's so easy to just do that with that added pressure i think i heard as yeah. well didn't he like buy like loads of land like to make his ranch and he's gonna like um make his own yeah. yeezy studios right or something like that basically yeah yeah, yeah like Don't. he's found a way to he's found like a way to sustainably make his own cotton and stuff and he's like i think that's so amazing like that we're finding new ways to make the clothes and stuff and that's just going to influence people for years to come so and it's going to help the planet so yeah, yeah. It, it's amazing yeah. i feel like with sustainability what is like really annoying is the fact that I feel like people assume that within to be sustainable the clothes have to be or like I feel like at the moment there's a lack of interesting pieces within sustainable fashion if that makes sense so if you look at the H&M sustainable range often it's just like it's very basic pieces and I feel like I'm excited to see that as it becomes more accessible how fashion boundaries can be pushed as it is with normal clothes without the sustainable like message in mind if that makes sense yeah no i completely agree with you it's all like basic like they'll do like basic jeans and a basic jacket and stuff um and it all I, i'd correct me if i'm wrong but i feel like it's all made in the same kind of way as well um so i think that's why it's cool that people are going out and like finding new ways to do things um like there's a like stussy the brand has just done released like a new like Nike collab and they found a way to it's like a completely vegan vegan friendly shoe and then they found ways to like this has been happening for years but they've been like dyeing the shoes uniquely with different plants and stuff mm. like making the so dyes cool. out of plants like all these new ideas yeah it's so sick it's a lot of fun isn't it it's so cool like um it's, I'm excited to see like how everyone um does anyway like something random I wanted to ask is like where have in your job where some of your favorite places that your job has taken you outside of the studio and outside of like your home like I'm sure it's taking you like probably before you know we're not going to say the cv word but before then <laughs> like where are some of the favorite <laughs> yeah, places yeah. that it's taking you in the end that you've seen um, um with your job we went to since basically since we've been like shooting these like kind of mad campaigns where we've like gone to a location and stuff it's basically been corona and lockdown like this last year so we've been very uk restricted we've had plans to like go abroad and shoot these amazing campaigns abroad but um for now i would say we went to we went to wales like a huge like mountain place in wales for a collection called alaska and that was mad like it was it was actually really inspirational like seeing all this like wildlife and stuff and like all these amazing there was like waterfalls and stuff stuff i didn't even know were in the uk like and yeah wow. yeah that was really like it was fun and it was 
very inspirational and it was kind of just nice to get out of the studio for a day and like breathe real air not london's fumes yeah yeah so wales uh where else have we gone um i can't even think of anything else i I think that's probably the furthest we've gone (laughs) it's a bit of a staycation i guess still nice though I guess the travel restrictions like make you think harder about like where you can go and what you can use, yeah. like the resources that you have available to you. Because obviously that's in Alaska. The the collection was based on Alaska, but you had to go to Wales. But yeah. I guess you had still had to make it look as if you were yeah. in Alaska. Yeah. So like pushing those. It, it gets you thinking, I guess. It makes you more creative in a way. Um. Obviously, we saw um the mm. first hand of your career, kind of consuming your whole life in the sense of you were asked to post something at the last minute which is obviously fine by us but um how does that affect your um like family relationships i know you have a girlfriend like how does that impact the the people that are around you um having to always be there at the drop of a hat and not having like a set like timetable if that makes sense i think most people in fashion like they all I think it's very similar, like things can be very last minute and all of that. Um, But I think my family understand, like sometimes I'm going to have to be on my phone quickly just to post something or whatever. Um, Most people understand, maybe people that I've just met, they'll be a bit like, oh, what the hell, this guy's so rude. Like that's why I was apologising so much earlier because I feel (laughs) so rude doing it. Um, Yeah, no, everyone everyone understands really. but yeah, it just kind of, it means you just don't switch off. Like you, I'm always thinking about work and like new ideas and things like you just don't, I can't remember the last time I've gone like a minute without not thinking about work. Like you, you just don't switch off. You relax, but just, it's always in the back of your mind. Yeah, I also fa- have found like, creatively it's when you're literally about to fall asleep that suddenly an idea will pop into your head (laughs) and then all of a sudden you have to get up like write it down or whatever you do to like remember that that idea and it's kind of like it catches you at the most irritating point yeah no they do all it they they come in like the the weirdest times like you I, i always get ideas when i'm driving like I'll be driving, I'll listen to a song or something, and I'll be like, "Oh my god, I got an idea!" And like it always comes at at those sort of times and last minute as well. Like, say we've just done a whole like campaign or something, and we're just about to post it, and then I'm like, "Why don't we do that?" Like, oh, just think of some yeah. amazing ideas last minute. Yeah. Um, but it's fine. You can always transfer them into the next project, I guess. Yeah, I'm such a last minute person. Like, I feel like pressure and time restriction just completely makes my brain work a million times better like if I have a deadline that's in a month's time if I try and think of anything the day I'm set that task I won't come up with anything the day before however like that's when the magic is made and it's really frustrating but I feel like that is just the way like the brain works I guess yeah no definitely definitely it's that it's like when you're forced to not forced but when you're like in that kind of mind frame i guess and you have to think of something um usually i don't i don't usually struggle in in that sense but i am very last minute so last minute yeah (laughs) like (laughs) but when you work in like social media your your job is always like in your back pocket like it's always on Mm, your phone it can be quite hard to like detach 
from that like yeah especially now. yeah it's yeah. like on the weekends and everything it's yeah. it's always just always thinking about it and that that's the things that people don't see when 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 you're talking about your job and they're like oh how are you getting paid for that or like how is this a real thing or i don't understand it. it's like you there's a lot of things you don't see like most people can leave the office at 5 p.m go home to their families yeah and exactly never have to think about it but yeah no like they, they can go home and not have to like they can just switch off and like maybe have a good night's sleep or whatever i'm not I'm not trying to be like oh look at me i work so hard but like, well yeah it, yeah not always obviously but in most cases it's a little bit yeah different. yeah yeah exactly like it's it it's hard but at the same time if you love your job then it doesn't really really feel like work to be honest it just feels like fun i think one of the last things you want to talk about and get your opinion on is um something we see quite a lot is like celebrities um joining like the fashion world in like different ways um like for example like rihanna with her fenty brand Obviously, she is like an amazing businesswoman and she spent so much time working on music and and finally was able to start her brand. But we saw it's closing down. Like actually today, Vogue posted an article that LVMH are actually shutting it down. Um, a few other examples what? like no Beyonce way. is. Yeah. So we saw today um, another example would be like Beyonce with um, her Ivy Park collection now joining over to Adidas. Tyler the Creator yeah. it seems to be like musicians, but obviously a lot of other celebrities do the same as well. Like, what do you think about that? Do you think it's cool? Like, it makes sense, or do you think a lot of them just jump on it just for money or hype? I would say a percentage of the people jump on it for money and hype, but you can tell who they are and you can see why yeah. they're kind of like here, and the people like who have done it because they put their all into it are like there. Like, you can tell. Yeah, exactly. You can tell from the outside who's doing what and whether. Um, I think it's really good to see musicians and everyone showing their their multi talents, like showing that they're not just a rapper, a singer, a poet, or whatever. Like showing that they can do more and they have way more to offer. Um, like from a from a creative from a creative perspective, it's like they're not put in a box. Like they can do whatever they want. That's like some one of the most amazing things about today's society. Like you've got so much creative freedom online to just do whatever you want. And it's all on the internet free for you basically. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like these people have first-hand experience with, like they've worked with stylists who have styled them for like their music or for their shows. And so they've worked with like the best in the business in terms of fashion. And so they probably have a lot of knowledge and I think it can be so great that they share that and I just want to touch on the Rihanna thing it's just her clothing line that's shutting not her lingerie or her makeup um, oh yeah. right so yeah. she's still oh, obviously with her lingerie well. she oh, was like okay. Okay. she's completely changed the game like she's using all different types of models yeah. shapes sizes like mm. everything she's she's doing great so I feel like they musicians can do so well like in fashion and things like yeah that. definitely it just shows shows how how much they've put into it and that they're they're not finished yet they've still got so much more to offer so to wrap up we have a question for you okay what what are three things that you think people should have in their wardrobe right now um can be anything shoes accessories clothes that is a good question um i would say for shoes definitely I've been looking way more into boots recently. Definitely invest into a good pair of boots because, like, like, they're just a very 
on trend piece right now for me it's probably a good jacket that you can wear with a lot of things um to stop you from buying multiple jackets like you can have one that goes with like a lot of things maybe like a nice black leather jacket or something um and a good pair of like jeans that fit you like perfectly like that you feel really good in and confident in um that fit your body like perfectly i think that would definitely be the third one yeah that's so cool i definitely feel like for me jeans are like a huge thing that affect my confidence like when i wear a good pair of jeans it's a good day yeah exactly exactly and like where like if you're wearing um the right pair it can just make you it just makes you look at yourself completely different like I, I was wearing a pair of sweatpants today and they were like a bit short on the leg and I felt like really short today and I felt like a bit like <laughs> wide so I was like <laughs> so like but if you yeah exactly that's a perfect example I guess if you've got stuff that makes you feel confident your your mood just boosts I think Carl Lagerfeld says something about how I think everybody needs, or every woman needs, a good pair of jeans, a white shirt, and a Chanel jacket. I think that still stands, yeah. like, even today. Yeah, I've heard of that. I've heard of that. Yeah. Cole Lagerfield also said, um, the day you wear sweatpants is the day you've given up on life <laughs> or something. I think that's so, like, it's so weird. That's so outdated, especially because his brand stocks sweatpants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also, I bet if he was alive today, he'd be wearing joggers in his home when he's isolating i don't think he'd be wearing exactly jeans. charlie it's been such a pleasure to talk to you um thank you for bearing with us with this awkward situation with our zoom calls and microphones and such a big mess you've given us such amazing points and i'm sure so many people are going to listen to this and find so much help in what you've said so thank you so much for joining us thank you so much for having me it's been so good and uh it was just nice to kind of have a, a nice long conversation like in this kind of time because we lack that human interaction so yeah, yeah thank you thank you so much where can people find you as well um my instagram handle is cashmere but spelt with two r's um and my tiktok is the same but cashmere spelt with two a's i'm not on twitter or anything Amazing. Thank you so much. Cool. Thank you so much, guys. It was a pleasure.